motherfuckers, you're listening to episode nine of Clever Peter Unleashed. Okay, guys, I'm, I'm really buzzing about this one already. Really, really buzzing. Uh, how do you guys feel? You good? Yeah, 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 yeah. Good, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Great. So, uh, I, I don't know really where to start. Oh! I'm having an advocacy. Go Come for on. it. Okay. We're on the ocean. Calm, placid. There's an old fisherman there. He's just on a small boat. It's his. We see him pulling up into the dock. He steps out. He does this every day. Hard graft. This is what he does. We see him walking up now towards his home, where he heads home, where his wife's there, cooking a meal. Quaint. He opens the door, and there she is. There's like an arga there, and she pulls out this wonderful pie and places it on the table. Steam coming up from She can cook. Oh, she can cook, and she cooks every day for him. And he's grafting, she's cooking. And then we cut up to the bedroom. Nothing kinky. They're just in bed. They're reading. He turns, pecks her on the cheek. Lights out. Night, darling. Night, darling. Next day, we wake up. It's on the ocean. It's slightly more choppy now. He's having a harder time. He's in one of those yellow necks. And there he is, and he's sort of heaving in the, the, uh, the net. And there's a fish in it, a couple of fish. Of course, there was the bounty of the ocean. Poseidon has been kind. And then he comes home, and he docks his boat again. Now the weather coming down, and he comes back up to the house. She opens up, and there's a different pie out the aisle. Oh, she oh, really can every give every star, my dear. Upstairs, bedroom, peck on the cheek, lights out. Night, darling. Done. Next day, he looks out the window. It's stormy now. Out on the ocean, it's really choppy. Yeah. It's really choppy. He pulls his net in, there's nothing there. He pulls up a lobster cage, there's nothing there. Damn. He comes back empty-handed, but he's been grafting every day. And he ties up the boat again, and he comes home. But just before he opens the door, he smells something. Another pie. Maybe. No. It's something different. He's worried. He goes in, he opens the door. Smoke billowing out of the arm. Oh, no. He runs in. Gets the pie out, burns his hands, throws ah! it on the floor, but the pie is absolutely desiccated. Where'd she get the gone. chicken? It's gone. And he looks over, and there's his wife in her favourite chair. But she's motionless. Darling? She's lifeless. She's dead. One solitary tear rolls down his weather worn face, oh. drops, and hisses as it hits the burnt pie at his feet. What's he going to do for food? How's he going to eat? We cut. He's walking into McDonald's. Genius. Absolutely. And he sits down. And the arches. You see the golden arches. It's warm. It's comforting. The smells are there. He smiled too from the young person behind the desk. He blows on a hot cup of coffee. He does. He picks up. What's he eating? Filet of fish. Of course he is. Of course. He bites into it. And that's it. And he looks up. And there are ten other fishermen in the exact same position as he is. That's perfect. And there's a knowing nod between them. And then he looks to his right, and there's a little widow dressed in a black veil. Lovely. She's tucking into some nuggets. Classic. She looks over at him, and she smiles a knowing smile. And he smiles as well. Of course he does. Life is on the up. Vades to the archers, just says, McDonald's, we're here for you. I'm loving her. I'm loving her, loving her, loving her. Well done, Sebastian. Keep going, William. Excellent play. Excellent play. 
Yes, he's uh, playing very well, your, your lad, actually. Oh, thank you very much indeed. No I'm problem. very proud of him today. It's great. Which lad is yours? Uh, mine's William. He's playing in defence. Oh, he is a great little player. Yes, I'd rather he focused on his academic work a little more. <sighs> Yes, you know I'm, how the it is. I'm the same as Sebastian. Yes. Same. Nice to meet you. My name is Roger Collins. Nice to meet you, Roger. I'm Stephen Bergen. Okay. I think it's tremendous the school advocate competitive team sport with the boys at such a young age. Yes, yes, yes. An excellent standard of football for the under-7s. Yes. And I think it's this new PE coach that he's brought... Yes, he's quite good, isn't he? I think he's very good. Because he's slightly more stern than uh, Mr Stewart, who was... No, Tyrone! No! No! Because you don't play around your own team, boy! Get your player on your own team! What have we told you? Yep. Sebastian! Come on, back, please. Come on, boys. Is that your son, William? Yes, my son, William. He's an absolute disgrace. His work rate is, is terrible. Absolutely terrible. Well, excuse well, me, we're just Which child's yours? Over there, Sebastian. Well, Sebastian? Well, yes, he's a little runt I've ever seen. Well, it's all a bit of fun. me. All a bit of fun. All a bit of fun. When they were playing football in the middle of no man's land, was that a bit of fun, was it? Yes, it was. I thought it was supposed to be. What about the gardens and the shells and the dead? I don't think this is acceptable, this... I have to agree with Roger. I really don't think it is. <laughs> Look, who the hell do you think you are? <laughs> who the hell do you think you are? Who the hell do you think you are? I'm Sebastian's father, for one. Oh, well, that gives you... It gives you about as much right to talk to me as a snail sliming his way down a tree trunk towards the mouth of a monkey. Are you the new teacher? No, oh, yes. Nice to meet you. Or is it? Is it what? Put on your boots. Put on your boots. I'm taking your shirt off and I'm putting you on. There's no Put way. your boots on. No. Put your boots on. Put your boots on. I don't have any boots. I don't have any boots. Let me speak to him. Put these goalkeeping gloves on. You put these gloves on. I'm happy to go out on the field, but I don't think you can send Roger. No. That wheelchair isn't just for show. Hello, emergency services. Which service do you need? Fire. The fire service. Oh, just one second, sir. Fire service. Hello, what's the emergency? Fire. Yeah, where is the fire, sir? In London. London, which part of London? Um. Well, just sort of all of it, really. Well, the bit I can see, anyway. Well, well, where are you now, sir? Are you looking at the fire? I'm looking at the fire, yeah. Okay, sir, can you describe your location, please? Um. I'm just in my house. You're in your house? Is, is the fire in your house, sir? No. No. And you're, you're looking at the fire? Yeah. Is it across the street then, sir? Are you looking out your window? I can see the river. Right, you're by the Thames. The I Thames? See, I see the Thames, yeah, and then I can also see, like, a bridge. Well, what else can you see, sir? What landmarks can you see? Can you see London Eye, for example? Can no, I can't see that. Uh, bit further, where are you on the river then? Can you see uh, Houses of Parliament, anything like that? No, I can see some ships with sails. I can see a horse. Sorry, what? An horse. The yeah. horse ships with sails. Horse you buy the cutty socks. You buy the cutty socks, sir. I see, like, sort of straw and um, a carriage, horse and carriage on fire. Where exactly are you looking at this fire, sir? Just on my computer. On your com- are you looking at images on Google at all, sir? Yeah. Can you tell me what the search bar says? 
Great fire in London. Fucking massive fire. You need to sort this out. I think this one's already been looked after, sir. Hi there. Oh, hello there, sir. I didn't see you. Sorry, I'm stuck on this crossword. Three letters, insect. Ant? I think you might be right. I was going for qua, but I couldn't think of an insect called qua. Fair enough. Can I help you there, sir? Sorry. I'm just looking for some anti-malaria or anti-insect sort of spray that's, that's good for sort of mosquitoes. Who's got I... it? Sorry? You know someone who's got it. No, 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 I, I'm just tra- I'm travelling to uh, the Philippines and to Malaysia and to Thailand and those sort of areas, so I'm what just... What are you doing that for? Just travelling. I think they've still got headhunters out there. Sorry? Headhunters. Hunt your head. Not like recruitment. People who will actually sever your head from your body and shrink it down. Well, hopefully I won't meet those people. Let's <laughs> hope, because I've got no defence against them. But you're in luck. Malaria. I'm your man. Okay, what, what, what have we got? Well, first, let's start with the more conventional route, and if it doesn't work, we'll see what else we can do. Okay. These are anti-malaria tablets. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah, you take one a day. Yeah. Then you take another one a day. Then you take this one twice a day, and this one is a suppository. So that's five, four a day. That's four, four a, a day, day, plus a suppository. Right. What's the suppository? It's a, a tablet that you take orally, but not through your mouth. Does that make sense? Mm. Where the tablet travels north, the suppository takes the southern road. Right, okay. Um, so that's five tablets, one going into my arse. Into your bottom, yes. Um, and how much are they? Well, it's £255,000. What? For tablets? a course, yeah, for a course of well, two no, months. Well, no, that's ridiculous. I haven't got that much money. I was hoping They're for something around... quite heavy on side effects as well. Yeah, well, I really don't want those tablets. Okay. What else have you got? You sh- I can't sell the tablets to you. You really can't. Do you know any el- anyone else who might be interested? No, honestly, what, what else have you got? Moving Sorry, on, please. moving on. Are you familiar with the power of flame? Go on. This is a flamethrower that I've jimmied together myself. I don't think I'm going to be allowed through customs with that. You'll be fine, because it actually doubles up, as you can see here, as a portable hairdryer. Look at that, I just moved that bit round, swivel that round. Look, hairdryer. Right. But then you just fill this bit with gasoline, and as you're trenching through the forest, bit by bit... Just if you're worried about there being any mosquitoes, just burn about a kilometre radius around where you're walking, burn it to, to cinder, and you, you'll have no trouble from, well, from anything. But uh, malaria will be the, right down the bottom of the list. OK. Uh, I mean, that seems like quite a lot of effort, and I'm going to cause quite a lot of damage with that. Well, you came in here, you didn't say, I want to look after the forest or the rainforest, you just said, I don't want malaria, and I'm giving you options. Have, look, have you got a cheaper, less complicated option? Well, there is one. What's that? This is a zorbing ball. It's a, it's a large ball, see-through as you can see, and it allows you to move around, otherwise unhindered from insect attack. What? I would be inside the ball? Yes, for a, an extended period of time, because even if you let one thing open, then essentially I've trapped you in a see-through plastic prison with a mosquito, and, you know, I, I, I might be bringing on the end of you. Look... That seems like a... I don't, no. Well, I don't really know what you're looking for. Wait, Just you, an insect repellent or well, something? Well, no solution is going to be perfect. There's always side effects or there's always expense. So I, I've given you three options. I think you're just going to have to choose one, bite the bullet, or don't go travelling. I mean, my mum's got a holiday home in Scunthorpe, if you want to see the, the flyer. 
I think I'll try Boots. I'm here with the Real Madrid manager, David Stubbs. Uh, hi there. Do you want a guava fruit? Sorry? Do you want a guava fruit? I'm okay, thank you, David. Fair enough. More for me. Just witnessed the Zaragoza game. That's right. And you won 1-0... That that was the the windiest game I've ever witnessed. It was very windy. Um, I mean, that's why we had to adapt at halftime. Uh, I got my assistant manager to pop down to a shop and buy some canvas. So we rigged up a wee sail on uh, Cristiano Ronaldo's back. And he, he was flying in the second half. Quite literally. And he, I mean, I've never seen a goal like that. A bicycle kick from 25 metres above the stadium. That's true. I mean, I told the guys, just, just hit him. He'll get something on target. And he managed it. I don't know how he managed the... Um, the overhead kick from there, it was quite spectacular, and he just kept he just kept rising, didn't he? He just kept flying. Well, quite literally. I mean, it, it became more and more like a dot. I mean, it meant that we were down for, to ten men uh, for the second half. Because you made your three subs, that's yeah. Right. And, and we couldn't sub him anyway, because he couldn't get back down on the pitch to get off. So, you know, he's still floating up about up there. What now? Yeah, he looks, looks very dejected with his body language, but as soon as he knows we've won, he'll be happy. Yeah, I mean, I, I hope that... You get him back for the next game, or oh, I'm sure we will. Uh, maybe I've got a specially trained hawk that um, I might be able to talk to, get him to drag him down. I mean, I, I don't like making puns, but you could say that Cristiano Ronaldo is a rising star. Um, People have said that about his whole career. When will he stop rising? I mean, now it's, it's more. Oh, you're talking literally. Yeah, I'm talking literally. <laughs> no, that will be that's. Fa- I don't know how to translate that into Spanish or Portuguese, but he speaks English, so I'll tell him that when he gets back down. Okay, well, let's hope he's back for the Atletico Madrid game. That's oh, a big game, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, no, it is. Raising stuff. Yeah, that's funny. Oh, look, there he is. He's coming down. Nope, it's going up again. 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 Hello there. Oh, are you all right? Yeah, thanks. Hey, you shine for this parcel. It's yours, I believe. Yeah, it is. Um, why are you gnawing on the door? I'm sorry? Why are you um, gnawing on my door? Well, I know this is going to sound weird. Mm, it looks pretty strange. Yeah, so... I know it looked weird, but it's going to sound weirder. Okay. I'm, a, I'm ears. Um, I like a bit of DIY. Mm-hmm. Yeah? I always carry some tools on me. Okay. And, um... I notice your um, hinge is a bit off. Yeah. And so I tried to sort of like glue it. Okay. Yeah. And I just, oh, I just glued my chin to your hinge. It's basically what's happened. Oh, I thought you were biting the door. No, no, no! I wouldn't bite the door. That's mad. you got to talk at some point. I mean, maybe if you don't want to talk to us, maybe I can get you something, a drink, some food. I have to admit, your silence is very brave. I admire it. My experience, two people, when they're brought into an interview cell like this, keep quiet. People who are so scared that someone's going to get retribution on them, they don't want to talk, or people who are guilty. So why don't you tell us, which one are you? (laughs) He's not even blinking. 
Is this okay, some sort of game? Gents, how are oh. you doing here? Oh, this is the body, is it? What? Right, oh. This is the body, is it? The body of the deceased. This is the suspect, yeah. I'm pretty certain that's a dead body. You're joking. I mean, I have been a pathologist for 20 years. Well, when everyone makes die? mistakes, don't they? Like, when well, did they die? I can't tell from this distance, but I do know for a fact that they're dead. Um, notice the marks around the neck and the head on the lap. Right. I should have spotted that. I yes. Um, Let's not be so hasty here. I don't want to play straight into his hands. He's dead. Thank you all for listening to episode 9 of Clippy Unleashed. Please check out the website, www.cleverpeter.com.